0: Good morning! Welcome back to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to be back with you again after being away for a week. We had a wonderful time seeing beautiful, beautiful Alaska, reacquainting with some old friends and making some new ones. I wish all of you could have joined us on this beautiful trip, except for one thing. Yeah, you guessed it. Out of about 20 people in our group, so far nine came down with the COVID and most of them the symptoms were mild a couple of them were pretty were sicker but we thank god that we all got through it had a wonderful time together and indeed we'll have something not only to speak of the beauty and the glory and the majesty of this great place that we're able to visit and the fun we had together but yeah we'll even one day we'll look back and talk about how we suffered together or at least many did and we were hoping every day this test wouldn't find us Positive. The one time I was so glad to be negative, I like to be a positive person, but so glad to be negative when it came to this. Hey, I've got a question. Do you ever find yourself envying the wicked? Think seriously about this. Do you ever find yourself envying the wicked? Now, when you think of the wicked, sometimes there are people who just have gotten you, you know maybe they've become incredibly wealthy or powerful or famous and they did it by sinning they didn't do it by virtue they didn't do it by goodness they did it by sinning indeed in our culture today we often see this don't we in i in isaiah it says that they celebrate or they they exchange evil for good and good for evil light for darkness darkness for light in philippians it says they they celebrate what they ought to be ashamed of. They glory in their shame. And sometimes, how do we respond to that? Well, you know, the, the writer of the Psalms, Psalm 73, one of my favorite psalms, he put it this way. Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped. I mean, Here was a guy who knew God was good. Here's a guy who's writing scripture. And yet something happened that he almost blew it. He almost backslid. He almost fell away from God. What was it? He said, For I was envious of the arrogant as I saw the prosperity of the wicked. As I saw certain people seem to be getting ahead, seem to be getting all the. Pleasures of life. But let's hear how he describes it. For there are no pains in their death, and their bodies fat. They're not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like mankind. Therefore pride is their necklace. The garment of violence covers them. Their eye bulges from fatness. The imaginations of their heart run riot. They mock and wickedly speak of oppression. They speak from on high. They're powerful people. They've set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue parades through the streets. You know, I personally, I think of this is LGBTQ month, and we're going to be seeing these pride parades. Is this not described right in this verse? Right out in the major cities, taking the major streets of the major cities, flaunting their pride flaunting their power, flaunting how, how prating and boasting boasting against God, boasting against the church. I was in Seattle, and you know, which is a pretty dark place, I might add, where we were, at least in the downtown area. And, and uh, this one, you know, 20-something girl was wearing a shirt simply said Jesus was wrong. Oh my goodness. I i I've, I've seen people against God. Most people still like Jesus. And here is a shirt, Jesus was wrong. And they parade, they boast, they mock, they ridicule. And here was this uh, godly man. He came close to stumbling because he was envying them, their power, their celebration, their uh, having come to a place of, of victory and prevailing, it seemed like. Behold, he says, these are the wicked and always at ease. They have increased in wealth. They've got, they, it looks like they've won, Is that was his point. It looks like they've won. You know, you talk about these wars of ideas or what we talked today about, cultural wars. Well, they've always been around. This is not a new thing. Where the people of God and the people who are not of God, the people who are rejecting God, who's getting ahead? Who's, who seems to be prevailing? Who seems to be prospering? This is not a new thing. And, he, and then he laments, Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure and washed my hands in innocence, for I have been stricken all day long and chastened every morning. It's so easy to feel that way, is it not? Sometimes we look at people who seem to reject God, and it seems like everything's going well for them. And me, I've got trials, I've got challenges, I've got hardships. What's going on here? What do we think? What's happening? If I had said thus, now by the way, I think this guy was a little bit older now. I don't think he was a young guy. I think he was older. If I had said this way, if I had thought to my if I'd spoken what I was feeling about the prosperity of the wicked, and, and that I he kept him, his soul pure in vain, if I had said this, behold, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. My, what a challenging comment to make. You know, some of this, I know there are people on here of all age groups and demographics, but if you're older and you've been walking with God for some time, it's so important that you communicate to the youth the victories God has given. It's so important that you don't speak things like, uh, you know, oh, woe is me, or I wish I hadn't followed Christ, or it's tough being a Christian. He said if he would have spoken this way, he would have betrayed the generation of God's children. He would have have made it harder. He He would have spoken words that would have made them not want to follow Christ. When I pondered to understand this, it was troublesome in my sight until I came into the sanctuary of God. Then I perceived their end. This, my friends, is what we must always think. If you're ever tempted to uh, uh, envy the wicked, if you're ever tempted to think they've got it good and I don't, what must you do? You must come to the sanctuary of God. And dare I say at this point, this is not a a once-a-week temptation, is it? This temptation can come on strongly throughout the week. It comes on strongly maybe when you're at work or maybe you're watching something on television. This temptation to feel like, Wow, the, the non-Christians, the, the wicked, the arrogant, the people who reject, look how prospering they are. Look how much power they have. Look how they have, they have power in Washington. They have power in Hollywood. They have power in the business community. It seems like they're winning, winning, winning. And, and it would be easy to envy them. And this is a temptation we can have all throughout the week at any time, which is why it's so important that we get into the Word of God every day and we get the right perspective because this is what the writer says here. It was troublesome in my sight. I was bothered. Surely I've kept myself pure in vain. Surely it was, uh, surely what I've done, it wasn't worth it until, he says, I came to the sanctuary of God. Until I got into the, until I saw things from God's perspective, the true perspective, the right perspective, the eternal perspective, the one that ultimately counts. Then he says, I perceived their end goes on to talk about how God has set them in slippery places. Indeed, they will fall. Indeed, there will be a day of judgment. Indeed, the race is not over. We say often here on the Daily Word and Prayer how important it is to get into the Word every day. Why? Because we plan to win the race. Sometimes you're behind during the race. Sometimes you're pacing yourself. Sometimes, Sometimes it seems like someone who would have a different way of living, a different plan of life, a different pursuit of life. It seems like they're winning. Well, they might be in the short run, but it doesn't matter in the short run. What matters is who's winning in the end. Every game, that's the way it is. And in life, you want to be a winner in the end, when it really counts. What is that end when we stand before God? The eternal one. Indeed, all that the world has to offer is passing away. It's temporal. It's passing away. For us, well, what does he say here? What's his good? Let's check it out. For behold, those who are far from you will perish. You have destroyed those who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, the nearness of my God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. Never forget, my friend, the end. God has made their path a slippery path. God will bring every act to judgment. God will bring what the wicked do to judgment. When they stand before Him, they won't be parading through the streets. They won't be lifting their voice in in protest. They won't be declaring their own goodness and rightness. Rather, they'll tremble before the Almighty. For us... The nearness of our God is our good. We don't put God out of our memory. Many others do. They want to forget God. With us, God is right smack dab in the center. We fix our mind on the things above. We remind ourselves what is eternal, and we live in light of that. Amen? The nearness of our God is our good. Now, I might add, we don't want to envy the wicked. One reason if we envy, two problems if we envy the wicked. Number one, we want to become like them. We'll think that's the way to go. No, no, no. But secondly, we'll lose a heart to convert them. And might God give us a heart of compassion? Might God give us his vision to see through the emptiness, the lostness, the end path of where those will end up who've rejected God? And might God give us a heart of compassion not to envy them, but to want to convert them, to want to win them, to want to... See them come to Christ. We we don't want to put them down. We don't want we say, Lo, Lord, save them. We too were once like they. Might you, as you opened our eyes, might you open theirs? Amen. Father in heaven, we bless you today and we love you and we thank you for our end. Lord, it's easy in life. It's so easy. It's just human nature, I believe, for us to think, woe is me, and we have these problems. And to lose sight of our God who's victorious and lose sight of the the struggle and and the journey of life that has its hills and its valleys, its mountains and its mountain peaks and its valleys. Help us remember, Lord, that you're the God when we're on the mountaintop. You're the God we worship. And when we're in the valley, you're with us as well. I pray, O Father, for each one of us who come here day by day fix our minds on the things above, help us to have an eternal perspective on life, help us to remember that there is a day of judgment coming, help us to live in light of wanting to be winners in the end. And I pray, Father, that we would do that. And we know that the more we live in light of that day, we will be victorious in this day. Help us, Lord, not to be deceived and to think that those who are far from you have it all together. Lord, it's a facade, it's fake. They're putting, on a, they're putting on a mask, putting on a show. So many of them, Lord, it, it seems like they're so happy or victorious or, or wealthy or whatever, and then we hear later they've got so many illnesses, mental illnesses, problems. Indeed, so often take their lives, drug addictions, all these things. Help us not to be deceived by the, the front people put on. Help us to walk like Jesus, the one true, authentic person. Help us to be like Him, we pray. We give you this day to walk with you and to be with you and to be your children, to follow Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and to walk in the victory that he gives that is an eternal victory. We bless you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Boy, it's good to be back with you today. As you said earlier today, I've been gone for a week or so. And it's good to be back now as we continue on with our daily word and prayer. We're here every day. I come here every day. We We've gone last week, but we're here every day because we don't want to be once a week, once a month, or even when I feel like Christians. We want to be daily Christians, people every day. And we believe it's so important to be in the word of God every day. So I hope you join me. Make sure you subscribe, hit the notify if you're new. Leave a comment. Tell me you're from in, the, in in the down below. Leave a comment. And uh, tell me how you know me. If you're here, I'd love to know who's listening in. And also tell your friends. Let's grow this channel. It's one thing as I was gone this week. I was just praying, God, might you increase the influence that we're having here. Because we believe that this is from God. And what our nation needs and what people need and our families need, our schools need, our country needs, indeed our churches need. We need God more and more and more. And we get it from his word. That's what we bring here every day, the word and prayer. So God bless you. So glad to be with you. I love you guys. Glad to be back with you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. live, or you can listen later in the day on this YouTube channel, or you can listen to podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, keep you, fill you with strength, peace, glory, joy. Remember, you've got something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.